Hey everybody, it's Dr. JJ Peterson. And before we start today's episode, I want to tell you about another amazing show that's part of the HubSpot podcast family. ABM Conversations hosted by Yog Ganesh. Looking to stray away from fluff metrics and vanity marketing? ABM Conversations helps B2B marketers and sales professionals explore strategies and tactics and real experiments to drive revenue, customer engagement, and retention. Some of the recent episodes that I've really been loving are doing product marketing the right way with Yoni Solomon. And there was an episode on implementing customer growth that explored the entire step-by-step process. And you know me, I love a good step-by-step process. If you are needing a weekly deep dive that deconstructs marketing tactics and strategies used by world-class performers that works for your content, marketing strategy, online advertising, knowledge panels, product marketing, the list goes on and on and on. You need to listen to ABM Conversations and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, we're in a season where there are a lot of people looking for jobs and there are a lot of companies that are looking to hire people. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, this is a marketing podcast. Why are you talking about jobs and hiring and resumes? Well, it's because when you create a resume, you're marketing yourself. And when you're creating a jobs page or a jobs description, you are marketing your company to recruits. It's all about marketing. And so today on the podcast, we wanted to talk about how to use the story brand framework as a company to position yourself as a guide to your potential employee. I'm about to start the show. Hero Makers, welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Makers. Hey, April. We've been working together for a while. Yes, almost five years. Almost five years. Yeah. I know. It comes up every year on my Facebook feed yes. <laughs> where you and I were in Dallas together and you were were doing a private workshop. So we were hiring you to go out and teach the story brand framework to individual companies and do private workshops. And so we were in Dallas. And I remember, <laughs> I remember at the end, so I told you you're hired, like you had kind of yes. like passed the 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 experience. I, I was observing you teaching the story brand framework and working with this company, helping them clarify their message. Yes. And we're at the airport. And I just want to see, I, I want to hear your side of this story. <laughs> because right before we're about to part, you know, you're hired, it's official, you're already on board. And then you say to me, so nobody ever commented about the video that I sent in. And I was like, what video? <laughs> Well, and I think what I had said was, how much of this decision is based on the video that I sent in? <laughs> so the answer is zero. The answer was zero. Because I was like, what video? And and a little more backstory is 
when when we hired at that time at StoryBrand, it was a long process because you had to become an expert in yes. StoryBrand. It was like a marathon I yeah. had been running. So you had come to multiple live workshops that we did. And after one of the workshops, we got a box at StoryBrand that was filled with gifts for everybody at StoryBrand. We were mm-hmm. a pretty small company at the time. So you literally gave gifts to every single person. And so I think I got a speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker. Yes. Don got a hammock. Mm-hmm. Kula got hand warmers. Mm-hmm. They were very specific gifts. And then, you know, we're like, great. And I still use my Bluetooth speaker. I still have it. So it was great and everything. But we were just kind of like, oh, thanks, April. That was nice. And then we're at the airport and you're like, was it because of the video? And I was like, what video? And so you and I at the airport literally pull up a video that you had sent that nobody on staff had looked at. Not nobody a single person on staff looked at. Nobody saw it. It was like in the card. You know, I'd included it in the card. I had included it in, in an email to you. But I had made this video about how um, whenever you're looking for somebody and you're trying to figure out if you want to hire them, then there's a camping test. Like, would you go camping with this person? You know, do they have what it takes to build the fire? Are they scrappy? Are they going to complain? Will they help out at camp? You know, all of all of these things. So I made this quick little video. And then the gifts are all things that each person <laughs> would have when we're camping so like you would provide the tunes for the dance party that's gonna happen at the camping you know don's gonna sit back and relax and like in his hammock and look at everything that he's created in this incredible team and Kula's gonna warm her hands because she's always cold and tim you know he's got this you know cell phone holder because he's always taking photos of everyone so this is gonna allow us to take a great group photo like I even included presents for the dogs for Lucy yes. and June. Yes, and you did. That this is one of my superpowers. Like I'm a thoughtful, gift giving kind of human, and I was like, "This is gonna be it. This is going to like make sure to ensure that I'm gonna get this job at you know at the end of this marathon." And I thought for sure that this is factored in somewhere <laughs> to your decision making process. Sadly, you just got hired on your merit. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess is the better scenario. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is that you actually had the skills. You actually were an expert in marketing. You actually knew the story brand framework in and out. Yes. And had nothing to do with the hand warmers you sent Kula. <laughs> <laughs> and right now we're in a season where there are a lot of people looking for jobs and there are a lot of companies that are looking to hire people. People are looking to transition out of their career, and we're really in that kind of great resignation. It's kind of an interesting place where there's a lot of people who are looking to change jobs, but there's a lot of companies who need workers, need qualified workers. That's right. At a lot of the private workshops that I'm doing these days, when I show up and we're talking about, all right, so what brand scripts do you want to be creating? You know, How do you want to use the story brand framework to clarify your message? They're like, we need to recruit great people. And therefore, we have to create an entire storyline, an an incredible landing page for the application. And even thinking through the application process itself, they need to clarify that. And they use our time at the private workshop to focus on that. Yeah. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, this is a marketing podcast. Why are you talking about jobs and hiring and resumes? Well, it's because 
when you create a resume, you're marketing yourself, right? That's what you're doing. You're trying to market yourself to an audience. And when you're creating a jobs page or a jobs description, you are marketing your company to recruits. It's all about marketing. And when we talk about the story brand framework, we always say that it is the framework that powers all of your marketing, right? Internal communication, external communication, because you are marketing internally, externally, you're marketing to potential employees, you're marketing to potential employers, right? It's all about marketing. And when you use the story brand framework, it shows you how to invite that audience into a compelling story where you identify the problem that your audience is experiencing, whether that's in marketing or in your resume or anything, you're, you're identifying what problem do you have that I am capable of solving? And so you position yourself as the guide who helps them solve that problem. Then you call them to action. You have a bold moment where you ask them to be in or out. It's not wishy-washy. It's a bold moment that says I'm either in or out. And then you ultimately show what life can look like if they do hire you or you they do come on your team. That's what success looks like. Or failure, what they're going to be missing out on if they don't act, right? That's what the story brand framework does. It helps us clarify our message. Whether you're using it in marketing, which we know it's a powerful, powerful tool to use to create clear websites, to create one-liners, to create emails, all of that. But it also works for any audience that you're trying to communicate anything to. And so we wanted to talk today about how to use the story brand framework in your resume to position yourself as the guide to the company. And so today on the podcast, I talked to Ryan Roten, who is one of our StoryBrand certified guides. And we all know that the StoryBrand certified guides are the best marketers in the world. But one of the areas that Ryan specializes in is helping people with their resumes and helping companies create job descriptions. He helps out with your LinkedIn profile and the cover letters and everything to help people get the job that they want and help companies hire the people they want. But the messaging has to be done right because you still are marketing. So I'm so excited today for you to listen to my conversation with Ryan Roten, where he talks about how to position yourself as a guide in your resume and in your job descriptions. There's this thing going on, you know, it's called, it it uses the word great, right? It's the great resignation. (laughs) And depending on who you are, it is great or it's not so great. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Employers probably, well, you know what? I think employers even can look at it as great because they have the opportunity to really capture top talent at this stage. Yeah, right. And people are rethinking the lives that they've been living, especially, you know, the pandemic has really forced us all to kind of go, not necessarily even am I happy with my job specifically, but like, am I happy with my life? And what do I want to be doing? And what do I want to be creating with it? And you have taken the story brand framework, which really always is about, you know, positioning you, whenever you're using the story brand framework, you position yourself as the guide and your audience or your customers as the heroes. And so a lot of people think of it in terms of marketing, but 
it really is a communication framework. And so it's useful for people who are looking to find a new job or fill an empty space in their own company, kind of move up in the ranks. Really, it's an amazing communication tool to, even in those contexts, position yourself as the guide and the audience or the company or the your boss as the hero. Why, when you started thinking about using the framework, what kind of, like, why did you start using it this way? First of all, it's super versatile. You can use it in any number of applications. The key, though, is to remember who who your audience is as you're putting together the framework. And so as I was looking at, um, you know, when I was doing resumes, I was looking at how can we apply the framework to resumes. And then I just start, I have a lot of friends who are like career coaches and do a lot of, you know, I know, I just know a lot of people in the career space. And I noticed that they were always complaining about job descriptions and how job descriptions were written. So I started taking a look at, you know, how can you use the brand script framework to create a job description that is, you know, for a company that is customer facing, i.e. the person we want to hire, so that you bring them into the story that your company is trying to tell with its open positions. Let's just start there. You know, the listeners on this podcast are also trying to get people to come in and attract, you know, great talent in this era. What are some just kind of like when people are creating job descriptions, how do you apply the, the story brand framework? What are some specific things you look at and try to create? So first, obviously, know who your audience is, right? Like, so it's not about trying to fill the need for the company. It's about trying to make the person you're bringing in the hero of that story. So that's kind of tip one. Identify that the job, if you're really trying to recruit, you're really selling the company to somebody. And so you need to position them as the hero. But what other kind of just nuances with that do you like to do when you're helping people create job postings? Yeah. So I think it's important to remember that for an HR person internally, who probably is the one creating the job posting, their customer is the hiring manager. But but what we need from the hiring manager is key points that we can put into the job description because the ultimate customer of the brand script job description is the person you're trying to hire. The hiring manager is obviously a stakeholder in the process, but we need to write the job description so that it resonates with someone who wants to apply. You know, so like if you just kind of run through a brand script real quick, you would write something like, hey, at company X, we know that you want to be a rock star engineer. But in order to do that, you need, you know, a great team, a great environment. You need unlimited supply of snacks. I don't know, making that up, right? Um, yes. <laughs> nope, not for me. You <laughs> nailed me. You nailed me as the hero of this story. <laughs> right. But the problem is today you're stuck in a position and you can't get any higher. Right. And that makes you feel really frustrated because you know that you can make a big difference if you're in the right environment and at the right company. And at Company X, we believe that you should be able to, you know, be everything you can be in your current position. And we understand that because we work with folks who've been in your shoes before. So if you're interested in working with us, one, check out all the skills and listed below. Make sure you're, you meet the minimum qualifications. Two, submit your resume. And three, get ready to rock your interview. 
I love that. I mean, you literally just took the exact points from the brand script and began the process of creating a job description. Yep. The reality is using that kind of language is going to attract the people that you want to your company, right? You want rock stars. So you want to say you want to be a rock star, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's what you're looking for. <clears throat> I think that's so good because it does a couple things. One, it makes the customer or the audience the hero in this case. But the other thing is it attracts the right people to your company. If you're not looking to be a rock star, then don't come here. Like that's what we're looking for. And that I think will excite the right people and it will turn off the wrong people for your company. I love that so much. I think that's amazing tips for people creating job descriptions. But now let's say, now let's flip it. Okay. I am getting ready to look for a new job. I mean, I'm not listeners. Don't, don't freak out. I'm well, not uh, looking for a new job, but let's pretend we're going to role play here. Sure. I am looking for a new job and I am getting ready to update my LinkedIn and I'm getting ready to update my resume. Okay. What types of things do I need to be thinking about when I'm getting ready to create my LinkedIn profile and my resume? Yeah, two things pop out first. One, you have to remember that even if you're not a marketer, both of those things are marketing documents for you and you need to look at it and approach it that way. Second thing is, if you're going to update your resume, you have to update your LinkedIn profile too. There needs to be congruence between the two. So if I see your resume, like, most HR people, when they get a resume that they like after they've sifted through it, the first thing they're going to do is go look you up online. And for many people, the first result that's going to come up is going to be your LinkedIn profile. So what I like to do is fill out the brand script for you. So what is it, what is it that you want your customer, which is now the hiring manager, to know about you? So go through and fill out the brand script. You can actually create your entire about section on your LinkedIn profile just from the brand script because it has everything that you need. You get a chance to talk about the problems that you can solve. You can ch talk about why, you know, what is it you want out of your career? You can talk about, you know, uh, your philosophy, which a lot of people are afraid to do. But I think that today, especially in this great resignation where like seems like everybody's looking for new work, if you take a strong stance on something, I mean, that could bring the right people to you and make sure that you get the right, uh, you get the right looks and views on your resume. And then from a resume standpoint, one-liners uh, can rule <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a resume, right? So at the very top of typical resumes, you have like an executive summary. The very first thing you should do is put a one-liner in there that comes directly from brand script stuff or, the, or that you put together from it. Um, and then anytime you list a job, after you put your job, again, you can do a one-liner specifically for that role so that you're attracting the right people. And then also include a section for education and certifications because that's where your authority, your guide authority comes in to say, hey, I have these qualifications. I meet these certifications. And uh, if you just bullet point them out, it doesn't feel like you're being braggadocious, if you will. Hey, Hero Makers, April Sunshine here. Every week on Marketing Made Simple, JJ and I love sharing tips and tools to help make your marketing easy and make it work. So whether you're a captain of one or commanding an entire crew, a HubSpot CRM platform is a powerful tool for keeping your business running in ship shape. Other CRMs can feel cobbled together, but HubSpot is carefully crafted in-house for businesses like yours. Its suite of marketing tools work together seamlessly so you and your team can focus on what really matters, 
your customers, of course, or as we like to call them, your heroes. You can also save and reuse your best performing emails and share them with your team for a faster and more consistent way to communicate with prospects. Use social media tools to schedule and publish updates, monitor terms, and even analyze performance. Learn how to grow better by connecting your people, your customers, and your business at HubSpot.com. JJ, you know who I love? Who? Well, you, but also (laughs) our StoryBrand Certified Guide community. Yes, I love our guide so much. A group of them recently got together and they were working on their businesses. They were working on their clients' businesses and we were tagged on LinkedIn. Yes. And I've got to read you what Debbie Girardi said. Yes. Okay, so Debbie Girardi, she's one of our guides and she said, this is already the best, most productive, affirmational, an inspirational week and we're only midway through. Every time I've heard Donald Miller, JJ Peterson and April Sunshine Hawkins proclaim, Story Brand Marketing Guides are the best marketers in the world. I'd roll my eyes at such a hyperbolic sounding cheesy sales yes. stick. <laughs> <laughs> but this past year as a Story Brand Guide has validated the substance behind that claim. The daily virtual interactions within our broader story brand community have been a hundred times my wildest expectations when I took the story brand certification leap exactly a year ago. This is the tribe I've been seeking for so long. I am profoundly grateful for you all. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And it's so true. We hear that over and over and and it's not hyperbolic. I mean, it really is like, it's not shtick. Really, the StoryBrand Certified Guides are the best marketers in the world, and it's the best community. It really is the best community. And if you are an independent marketer, an agency, a designer, a copywriter, and you have been kind of going through this process alone, our StoryBrand Guide Certification is for you. We actually have a training coming up on May 10th through the 13th. Just go to storybrand.com slash guide, and you can apply to be a part of the May 2022 training. So go to storybrand.com slash guide and apply today for the May 10th through the 13th certification training. It's going to be amazing. And now back to the show. A lot of times when I see people list like their jobs that they have had on their resume, like the positions they've held over the years, it's just kind of like a bragging kind of thing, trying to be like, and they list like paragraphs of here's all the things they're literally throwing all of the things they did in there. Now, here's the thing that our listeners know is that when you throw too much information at people, they get overwhelmed. They, they don't have the time or the space to really kind of dig in and go, well, what does this mean and how is this going to affect me? And so you actually need to tell them how – tell the, the company that you're working with how my previous experience is going to impact your company specifically. And so you do. You want to start out with when you say the one-liner, what we are talking about when we talk about the one-liner is you want to identify the problem that you were experiencing or the company was experiencing that you were just working with, then how you solved that problem, and then what the results were like after you solved that problem for that company, right? So here's what we were dealing with. So when you say, I was 
was a um, I was an HR executive at this company. Like you list that on your resume, and then you would say something like, "Before I was here, we were dealing with a turnover rate of blank." I implemented these three things in the process, and afterwards, our turnover rate dropped by 30%, right? So you're literally saying problem, your solution, and then the success. And you want to do that with every section. And here's the other thing. When you're talking about making the company that you're about to work for the hero of the story. And so what you're trying to do is get them to, quote unquote, buy you. Now, if you add all of these other things that you did in your last job that have nothing to do with what they're looking for you to solve, the problem they're looking for you to solve, you're just going to confuse them. You're going to overwhelm them, right? Like you're, if you say, you know, if you're trying to be hired for an HR job and you start writing down how um, you are a great copywriter, they're like, oh, this person's a copywriter. They're not an HR person. Right. And we and a resume want to make ourselves sound great. So we're like, I'm also a copywriter. I also speak Spanish. I also in those spots. And it just confuses and overwhelms the people who are looking at your resume and they have no category to put you in. Correct. Yeah, 100 percent. I think my favorite question and favorite two words to ask anytime somebody throws out a potential headline, if I'm writing, you know, website copy. Um, or if we're talking about bullets on our resume is write out what you want to say and then ask yourself, so what? Meaning, so what? Why does it matter? Why does that sentence matter to the people that are going to be reading it? Mm. Once you do that, you start to flip that sentence into customer facing language. And then especially on a resume, you need to make sure that you're talking about like numbers, measurable stuff. So you know, dollars, percentages, stuff like that, so that you convert your sentences into things that, that people go, oh, wow, they increased it by X percent. That's impressive. And it's relevant to the job description. Bottom line is, I think most people think my resume is about me. Your resume is not about you. Your resume is about the company you're trying to get hired by, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's, the, I, that's a huge paradigm shift. Yeah. Another way to say that would be your resume is about you, but it is not for you. Mm, it is yes. for the people who will be reading it. Yes. And you have to approach it that way. Yes. I love that so much. And this is so key. It's so key because companies are moving quickly. They're moving very quickly and having to hire and make big decisions fast. And hiring is just one piece of this person's job. They're doing a ton of other jobs and they don't have time to spend like 12 hours looking at your resume, uh, running things down and figuring out how you're going to move this company. It's got to be quick. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, for me, there's two, like there's two pieces that you need to always think about. There's, there's the who your resume is for, who's going to read it, who needs to know the information. And then there's also equally important what, what I refer to as the what, which is what are the problems that you solve? You have to use both. And when you put the two together and then take that information and put it into the SB framework, like you can start to write resume gold. Ryan, this is amazing because it's just so practical. It's so practical. And everybody needs to just go and look. If you're looking for a new job or you're looking to hire people right now, you need to go and do that. You need to look at what you've written and identify. Is this a really, have I written this for me? Or have I written this for the audience that I'm trying to engage with? Yeah, 
Ryan, thank you so much for sharing with our hero makers on how they can use their resumes and their job descriptions as marketing documents. That is so incredible, especially right now when so many people are looking for jobs or looking to hire amazing talent. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework to all of your marketing, including resumes and job descriptions, you can hire a story brand certified guide like Ryan Roten. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. The thing that I want you to focus on today is job descriptions. Whether you are in a current position where you are looking to hire somebody or you are a solopreneur who is looking for a contractor or a manager who needs to fill a need in your department, at some point, all of us are going to be in a position where we need to hire somebody. And so I want you to start by thinking of your job descriptions as a marketing document. You are marketing to an audience that you are trying to recruit to be a part of your organization and grow your business. When you are creating your job descriptions, you need to be clear with your message about what the job is and what you are looking for. And two ways that you can really elevate your job description is by focusing on your potential employees, aspirational identity, and the problem that they are going to solve within your company. What I mean by that is how would your potential employee like to describe themselves? That's an aspirational identity. Are they driven? Are they energetic? Are they alive? What is the aspirational identity that they are looking for? Who do they want to be? And how can your company contribute to that transformation? Helping them become that person. So your job description needs to include aspirational language. It is calling on the right type of people. So when you say you are looking for somebody who is driven, somebody who is alive, somebody who is energetic, somebody who is competent, those are all aspirational identities. And you are going to connect with the right type of person who will be able to fill a role that fits your company. Start with that kind of language. What is the aspirational identity of the potential employee you are trying to recruit? Then I want you to think about what problem does this job solve for your company? Be very clear about what problem you are experiencing and what they can do to help solve that problem. As a bonus, you want to make the plan for your employee to get hired very simple and clear. So many times companies make the process so complicated to hire an employee. Make the process easy. Develop a plan, a three-step plan that shows your potential employee what is going to happen through the hiring process. It just gets rid of a lot of anxiety and shows them that you have already thought about how to help them win. So start with aspirational identity. Then go to what problem does this job solve for your company and then create a clear plan that shows them how the process is going to work. 
So when you use that type of language in your job description, you are actually inviting potential employees into a compelling story where they get to be the hero and you get to be the guide. That is why we call you hero makers, because you are helping people solve their problem and making them the hero of their own story. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go!